0: My name is Sam Nabby, and you're listening to Local Music Live on midtownradio.ca, KW's hyperlocal radio station. Today's episode is presented in partnership with TricityHipHop.com, celebrating the people and places that have shaped local hip hop culture. And for today's episode, I'd like to welcome FaZe.
1: How's it going, guys?
0: <laughs> it's going well. How are you doing today?
1: Uh, not too bad. I uh I feel very um I feel very cozy, so that's that's a good sign.
0: Cozy is yeah. good.
1: Cozy is very good.
0: Today we're going to talk about a few of your songs. <laughs> we're going to talk about a few songs that inspired you, yeah. and uh, how you approach your art, how you um, how you feel supported in this community in mm-hmm. terms of being a performing artist. Yeah. Um, maybe the first thing I'll ask you about is a show that you did at AOK Arcade Bar. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you can definitely introduce yourself, but also uh, I know that that show was very much talked about and you brought a lot of energy to downtown in a, in a venue that is not necessarily a music venue. Yeah. So just tell me a little bit about that experience and, um, and then introduce yourself. Um, okay, so
1: that experience as a whole, it was, well, that was like my first paid gig, so that was exciting. Um, I've never been to Okay, like when I first initially arrived, I've never I've never been to that place before, and the people there were amazing, um, but it was it was a very it was a, it was a very like instantaneous kind of situation because whereas like they reached out to me asking me to perform like a like several songs and I didn't have that many songs available at the time, but I kind of went to the studio at my house. And I kind of paused a few songs, and then I just went off on it. but it was a really cool experience overall. It was dope. i I felt like that was like my first um kind of celebrity moment ever so that that was cool but <laughs> no nah, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it
0: what do you mean celebrity moment like who who came out that you maybe didn't expect to come out um well no nobody came out, but is this in the sense of like how I was I was
1: treated for the first time as an artist. Mm-hmm. Like, I had certain privileges and luxuries, right? And I had, like, a, a green room. So that was, like, when I arrived there, I was like, what, my own green room? That's that's wicked. That's wicked. Nice. Um, but, yeah, no, overall, it was just it was amazing. It was really fun. Yeah,
0: really that, fun. and that show was put on by Good Company Productions, right? Yeah. And um, I'm really impressed with them. There's definitely a new wave of both venues and... Uh, promotion companies and people organizing shows that really understand um, that you need to treat artists fairly <laughs> and yeah. pay them yeah. fairly, because yeah. Um, I think there there has been a history, not just here but you know so many cities of uh, people being asked to play for free, people people being asked to to pay to play, mm-hmm. especially when you get into things like beat battles or or rap battle events. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of glad to see that is not happening as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad, glad to hear that you had a good experience there. Um, you mentioned I, that that was your first paid gig.
1: Yes, it was.
0: So wh- when did you start making music?
1: <sighs> this is, okay. well, first, I guess I'll, I'll use this as a segue to, to introduce myself. Um, my name is Faiz. Uh, my actual name is Faizal, derived from this. It's an, it's an Arabic word um, or Arabic name. And um, I'm originally from Sudan, and I came down to Canada when I was around five years old. Um, All my family, they all moved here with me as well. And fast forward, I grew up in Guelph originally, and then I moved out to Kitchener-Waterloo approximately like four years ago. Hmm. Um, I loved it. I loved the whole vibe, the whole city itself. And I knew a lot of people here as well, so it felt more comfortable. It felt more familiar. Mm -hmm um but I, in terms of music when did I start making music that question always it's it's a very perplexed question because music was never it wasn't always like a thing that I wanted to achieve or to become um it was kind of spontaneous my sister she's also a singer and one one day she was singing over beats off of YouTube and mm-hmm. then she like asked me to join along I was like, okay let me let me try something um, this is, I would say this is like around 2018. That's when I started dabbling with music. Okay. Um, but I, I didn't take it seriously until I would say a couple years ago. That's when I started to invest my time and, and energy into it. You know, so I would say three to four years is when I started
0: making music. Hmm. Yeah. And so you mentioned your, so you, you heard your sister singing over, over beats on YouTube. Yeah. Um, what, did you grow up in a musical household? Were there influences that you're now drawing from? That were songs that you would have listened to when you were a lot younger?
1: Beautiful question. I, what I, my childhood was was because I played soccer, so my childhood was was mainly um, surrounding athletics, uh, sports and such. Sure. And music was wasn't really something that I even. Like okay, let me let me try to explain this. Music was very um, like esoteric for me in a certain way. I just heard music very um, very casually. It wasn't something I, I dedicated. I bought CDs or I went to the store to get the latest record. It was just something that if it was on, it's on. You know, I watched the MTV yeah. back when they had uh, those like videos video countdowns. Yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, those are cool. <laughs> uh, but in regards to how how like my childhood inspired or influenced my my artistry today. I would, the thing that I that I do recall is Bob Marley being played in the house. Hmm. Bob Marley was a huge influence in our family. Um, and even today, like that's he's my favorite artist of all time, hands down. Um, but that yeah, I would say Bob Marley is a huge influence in terms of the feeling and the the content of what he spoke about. Mm-hmm. It like looking back 15, 20 years later, I'm like wow, I I I wasn't aware of how influential he would be in my life, and looking back in hindsight, it's just incredible.
0: Nice. Uh, what what is it about him or his music that that sticks out to you?
1: I I think with me, like with anything in regards to music, I think music begins with sound, and sound is vibration, and every sound, even if you, even if you listen to um, a particular artist's lyrics. I'm not, a, I'm, you know, some people listen to lyrics, some people listen to the actual beat itself. I'm more of the sonic listener. I don't, I'm not too, you know, concerned about what they say, more over as to how they say it, you know, mm. and the tone and the way they, they melodize their lyrics. It's all of those things is what makes me feel like, okay, this artist is is someone I would listen to. Like, I'll go on my way to actually, you know, follow them and, and embrace their, their art. So... Yeah, um, I would say it's it's definitely more of um, a sound thing for me when it comes to the music.
0: Cool. Yeah, that's that's a great reflection. Yeah. Um, so you sent me a few songs, a few of your own, and a few that inspired you. Right. Um, let's start with one of yours. Okay. Uh, do you have a, a a particular one that you want to start with? Uh,
1: okay. Well, speaking on the the, the tone of Bob Marley, let's start with something very
0: uplifting. Okay. Um, let's start with two, two, two. Two, two, two. All right. We're gonna play two, 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 and then we'll talk about it. One,
2: two, three, four, one, two, three.
0: That was two 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 by Phase. It is two two two, right? Not two (laughs) hundred and twenty two. Yeah, you got it. That's two two two. Okay, two (laughs) two two. Lovely. That that was wonderful. Uh, Tell me a little bit about that song. How it came to be.
1: How did two 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 come to be?
0: Um, So, like a lot of how
1: my songs come to play, or come to manifestation, is it's it's a process of mumbling, then revising. Adding words and then finally getting that right take. Mm-hmm. Um, but two 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 was kind of like a random song, and because m- most of my beats I get off YouTube, right? So I was just again freestyling off off YouTube beats, and I stumbled upon this one flow that I just. Originally, two 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 was actually titled Z Z for sleeping. Oh. That's why the song was like falling asleep. Yep. But Then uh, around the time where I, when I actually revised the lyrics, I was in a space where. Well, I was a point in my life where I, th- I was very connected to um, my spiritual, my spiritual side, and at that time I was I was looking into a lot of, um, you know, astrology, numerology, and I thought to myself, well, Z's kind of look like twos, so let's just like make it a two, 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 and somehow like the meaning of it itself, it, it correlates with. Uh, the song, is like the, the okay. nature of the song, right?
0: What is the what is the meaning behind the two or the two two two?
1: Oh, so so basically, the meaning of it, um, it's essentially, it's it's your angel guides, telling you that you are on the right path. Mm-hmm. Things will come to pass as they should um, do, through divine timing, and there's no point of stressing or applying pressure to your conscious to your spirit because what is will always be. And just continue, you know, being and breathing and things will fall into place. So yeah. I felt like when I was writing that song, I, I don't know, the first lyric was like, um, am I alone or are we really by ourselves? So it's like speaking to how sometimes, you know, we have friends, we have family, we have connections with other humans. and But when we, when we go back to sleep, when we go back to our rooms and sit on our beds, Who's there with us? You know, it's really us, but who is mm-hmm. us? You know, when we th- those thoughts that we, the conversations we have in our, in our minds, in our heads, like, who is that? And so I'm questioning that in the song, like, am I alone or are we really ever by ourselves? And that song kind of just encapsulates the notion of that we are not alone and okay. that all this is, is just a figment of our, of our conscious awareness that manifests through. God, the universe, or whatever we want to put to it, but okay. that's essentially
0: how the the inspiration for the song awesome. came about. Thank you for sharing. That's uh, that's fantastic. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the songs that you sent me that are inspirations for you. And I was uh, I was struck that you picked a couple of of tracks that are that are very classic hip hop yeah. that are very '90s. And yeah. so yeah. we have Biggie. Again. we have lost boys uh-huh. um let, let's let's go with biggie small's 10 crack commandments first <laughs> um you know th- this was a this was one of your influential tracks and uh do you want to just tell me a little bit about what the notorious big means to you
1: so originally when you asked for the inspiration of tracks because I, I, of the songs that i sent you yeah um they 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 coincide with the inspirational tracks. Oh. So okay. each one kind so of coincided. Wh- which yeah.
0: one is the inspiration for two two two? Beautiful.
1: Uh, it was the X X uh, Okay Revenge.
0: Okay. Well, let's yeah. go with that one then. We'll okay. we'll leave we'll leave Biggie for later in the show. Okay. Um, we're gonna we're gonna listen to Extentacion Revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about that song and what it means to you. Awesome.
1: Um, well, it's, it's' it's it's actually not what he talks about in the song, but it's the the format and the structure of how he um approached that beat in particular and how simple but yet like powerful that song was in such a small amount of time and it's basically I, I think like a chorus, a bridge, and a chorus you just repeats the same thing going on and kind of like with my two two two, 2 two it's like the same kind of structure mm-hmm. and so that was the biggest inspiration it was like something. There's something about music. Sometimes music you don't need to say a lot to get to get a point across or to get a message across and and sometimes more is less. So I I kind of I kind of took that approach and applied it to two two two, 2 and that's how that was kind of influenced. Okay. The Revenge. Yeah. Let's
0: give it a listen. Uh, this is Revenge by xxx Tentación. Beautiful song. Beautiful song. family Just heard XXX Tentacion Revenge, and that was a selection by KW Zone Phase. Um, you said that this song so- sonically inspired your track Two Two Two. Yeah. Um, it was the the structure of it, the the repeating back and forth between two alternating uh, uh, verses or a chorus in a verse. Um, yeah, I definitely felt that that guitar forward laid back sound but in both songs y- you are both talking about some pretty existential philosophical turmoil
1: <laughs> yeah yeah No, not that you mention it <laughs> cause like I haven't heard this song in, in quite some time mm. and this song when I first heard it I think it was back it dropped back in 2017 I believe and I heard it probably, probably like four times ever mm-hmm. and Again, you know how I told you earlier that I, I don't focus more on lyrics. I'm more of the, the sonic listener. Yeah. And, like, I don't know I don't know if it's, like, a psychological uh, phenomena, but, like, my mind doesn't really... I can't capture lyrics as well as, like, other people could. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- but this is a theory of mine. It might not be true. Uh, but, yeah, now that I actually listen to it, I'm taking in what he's saying, and there's definitely, there's definitely um, similarities to what... The nature of our, our lyrics, and that's something that I always respected about um, XX is that he he speaks about things that that deeply matter, and things that may be sensitive to speak mm-hmm. about. But it's it's I think it's a lane that not a lot of people are doing, uh, not a lot of people are focusing on, and I resonate very very deeply with the message that he was saying in this song. So I can see I can see how that subconsciously even. You know, poured mm. into my song too. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, good oh, point. Good thank point. you. For I, didn't, I didn't think about that.
0: Um, so, are, in terms of absorbing lyrics or thinking about lyrics, you said it's it's something that happens later in your process. Um, do you uh, do you process the words of your songs more by writing them down, or are you in the studio, kind of churning them through in your head as you listen to a beat? A um, little bit of both. <sighs>
1: I would say, wait. Ask that question again. Are you, are, are, how are do you, I process someone, my lyrics? Are you,
0: are you more someone who who develops your lyrics by writing writing them down, or by uh, saying them out loud and 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 playing with them in the auditory, the auditory. realm?
1: I, I think the former for yeah. me. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'm I'm first of all I'm somebody that struggles writing. Period. Mm. That's to begin with. But when I do find myself in a space that I'm producing quality. Um, and like substance, in terms of lyricism, it's it's really a, a space that I wish I can tap into more, and I'm learning to. But once I'm in it, like I'm I'm somewhere somewhere very special, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I definitely want, I want to hone I want to hone that skill more. But I, I would yeah. say I, I I process things in terms of lyrics a lot more um, in depth through writing them down a post to speaking them out loud yeah well, for sure right.
0: recognizing when you're in that space too is is a, a skill yeah. to develop yes. as well right agreed agreed uh, well let's listen to another one of your tracks um okay. let's go with Wonderlust. let's do it so. Wonderlust.
3: why do you say change your life and fade
4: to change
0: Underlust by FaZe. <clears throat> that was a that was a big track. I, I told you while we were listening to it, um you hear the intro come in, you yeah. hear it start to build, and you're waiting for the drop. And then when the when the drums come in, it was a very different style of beat than what I was expecting. I don't know. I think I was I, I felt like there there would be just, I don't know, a a heavy 808 coming <laughs> <Yeah>. in. But <laughs> It brought me into a totally different feeling in a totally different room that was a little more, a little more raw, a little punk, Mm -hmm. a little, uh, Mm -hmm. a little bit rock. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) yeah, good job with that one. And um, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear your reflections on just what that song means to you.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's actually interesting you say that because, like, this song itself, um, oh, Wonderlust. It was first originally called Blue Blue Blue, because hmm. it's supposed to be a, like a the a, a second two two two, right? That initially, when I was writing this, I'm like, two, this two, is two two, two 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 part two. Okay, but then I was I called it Blue Blue Blue.
0: Oh, so we're actually doing them in the right order then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly,
1: right? But but yeah, so this is this is kind of a an outreach from two 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 in a sense, in terms of the lyrics, in ter- in terms of like how my cadence is particular in this song, as I, I wanted to bring. Actually, what am I saying? I wanted to bring, a, like, when I wrote the song, it was just a feeling and emotion, mm-hmm. and whatever you felt, mm. that that is the thing that I was um, trying to encapsulate. And even when I was writing the lyrics as well, I was envisioning myself um, as like a, as a separate entity, um, looking back at myself and what I'm doing, and it speaks about you know trying to find inner peace but we get caught up in you know comparison okay uh losing perspective yeah lack of gratitude yeah wanting to achieve things that may not necessarily bring us happiness um you know we're 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 striving for the utopia the nirvana and that's this the song is a reminder of like you don't need that you know, it's inside you, kind of thing. So, yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun recording this because I recorded this that take so many times. Because definition, initially when I record songs, the first take is always the best take. It's it's hard to replicate something sometimes, right? Mm. Especially when it comes to sound and music. Like usually the the first take or is the most purest and most rawest form. But I think I did a pretty well job on this one. yeah for sure that's a process
0: what does it look like when you when you go into record where where do you do your recording what does that process look like when you're um, trying to take a a bunch of ideas and actually you know create a project or create a single from from what you've got in front of you
1: Um, well it always starts with a beat right Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it starts it's not in the sense of like I, I feel a certain emotion and I want a beat to kind of um, communicate that emotion it's more as like okay today let's do uh a guitar kind of beat or today let's do uh you know a 90s kind of beat and from then on i hear something that that clicks in my mind and through that i create the emotion okay. so the beat kind of it it kind of evokes an emotion from within me yeah. you know and from then on I, I go off that feeling and i try to put myself in, in a space of like how would let's say for example bob marley go on this beat what would what would be the kind of words he'd use yeah the kind of melodies that he would choose and through that because naturally you know like every art form for example um you take van gogh you take picasso they're so great yes right and they're so original but n- there isn't anything on this on this world are on this planet, that is purely original. Everything we are is a is a trajectory of something else that was before us, from our ancestors, you know, our forefathers. Or when it comes to music, every artist was listening to one artist at one point, and that influence kind of seeps through the music, without even subconsciously sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, with this particular um, industry, like when I when I create music, I put myself in those people's shoes in a sense, but I tell their story through me, and that kind of creates phase in a sense. You know that 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 creates that infuses who I am, and that's that's you can you can hear that in the majority of all my songs, and mm-hmm. that's typically how my the process of when I create music begins with beat, feeling emotion, apply the emotion through words through mumbles, go back to that mumble, mm-hmm. just let it sink in, appreciate it. You know, contemplate it, and then if you feel like it's it's the one, and then I go back to the drawing board and I start applying actual lyrics to it. Okay. And these are how, that's how the magic actually yeah that's how the magic starts. That's or great. Or is created. Yeah, thanks yeah. for
0: thanks for running through that with me. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, we just played Wonderlust. Um, there's a song that you provided to me that is somewhat inspiration for Wonderlust. Yes. Which one was that? Ninety
1: three or four it's it's a number (laughs) or one even i think Mm. oh it's 1994
0: it's It's 1994 72 (laughs) (laughs) okay 1979 yeah 1979 yeah there we go good job okay 1979 let's go Was not expecting you to pull out Smashing Pumpkins as an inspiration for that, but once we once we hear it, I definitely yeah. feel that those drums and that same energy um, feeding into your work. So thank you for sharing that. No, um, you're welcome. Let, let's jump into uh, let, let's switch around the order this time, and and let's talk about uh, let's talk about one of your other songs mm-hmm. that inspired you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do. Let's do Biggie Smalls, Ten Crack Commandments. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about that song. When was the first time you heard that song? I heard that song
1: in in a Honda Civic in 2018. My friend's Honda Civic. And um, I was like, whoa, that song sounds really nice. Because typically I don't, contrary to popular belief, I I wasn't a big fan of 90s music until like a couple years ago. Okay. Literally, I just started getting to it. as, As a kid, I would despise it. I'm like, what? Oh, you listen to that. That song doesn't sound good. How do you like <laughs> But now I'm like, that's beautiful music. And uh, yeah, so I, I remember listening to that in my friend's car. And uh, I was like, that song is really cool. And then I listened to it again. And fast forward two years later, I create the song called Indigo. Hmm. And Indigo is essentially a like, conscious rap, like 90s rap. And the flows, of how Biggie went on Ten Crack Commandments, it just, it just spawned in my mind when I was freestyling to, on Indigo. And I was like, let me use that kind of cadence to see how it'll come out. And it came out quite nicely, if I may. That's and yeah, awesome. That's, that's, that's how it came. It,
0: so do, do you listen to a lot of a lot of rap and hip-hop that's contemporary and you just hadn't gone back to the 90s much? Or um, do, you, do you mostly listen to R&B, other genres? Like currently right now? Like currently, yeah, in your day-to-day life. So
1: in my day-to-day life i well i, I mainly listen to classical piano That's, okay. i just really enjoy uh, classical piano it soothes me yeah uh, physically mentally spiritually yeah um my favorite artist because i don't know if you have you seen the movie called like it's, it's a french movie it's called into like i don't know if i'm pronouncing it if i'm butchering the name into shrubs something mm.
0: I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen it. No. Um now you're making me want to go see it.
1: Yeah, definitely <laughs> highly recommend. It's it's about it's with that, like the the invalid guy. Uh huh. The a paraplegic. Uh huh. And I think he gets he hires this um this, I think a felon. And uh so then they they kind of establish this like really deep rapport and they begin to become best friends and then at the end of the movie they have to like break up in a sense. Hmm. But like the very last score of the movie, there was a song called Um Una Matina. It brought me to tears. Okay. But that after that day I was like, I'm gonna learn this song on the piano. And that was my journey from learning the piano was because of that that particular movie and wow. that scene itself. But yeah, no, I'm I'm going on a tangent. Oh, what's your original? That's all question? right, yeah. We
0: went on a bit of a tangent, <laughs> but I'm glad we did because uh, you know, it's it's great to know that you are inspired by genres as wide-ranging as the Notorious B.I.G., mm-hmm. Classical Piano, The yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. I just love, it seems like th- there is more of um, an acceptance these days of people not not having to box themselves in as artists. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, to draw inspiration from wherever you want to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So we're going to listen to Biggie Small's Ten Crack Commandments and then Indigo by Phase.
2: Crack Commandments. Yes. Okay. Oh. Uh, can't tell me nothing about this coke, uh-huh. can't tell me nothing about this crack, this weed, my hustler niggas, uh, niggas on the corner, I ain't forget you niggas, my triple B niggas. I've been in this game for years Uh, It made me an animal It's rules to this shit uh I wrote me a manual A step-by-step booklet For you to get your game on track Not your wig pushed back Rule nombre uno uno. Never let no one know Uh, How much dough you hold Cause you know that try to breed, jealousy, especially if that man fucked up. Get your ass stuck up. Number two, never let them know your next move. Don't you know bad boys move in silence and violence? Take it from your hands. Uh-huh. I done squeezed mad clips at these cats for they bricks and chips. Number three, never trust nobody. Your mama set that ass up properly gassed up. Hoodie the masked up. <laughs> for that fast buck, uh-huh. she be laying in the bushes to light that ass up. Number four, know you heard this before. Never get high on your own supply. Number five, never sell no crack where you rest at. I don't care if they want an ounce, tell them bounce. Number six, that goddamn credit, get it. You think a crackhead paying you back, shit, forget it. Seven, this rule is so underrated. Keep your family and business completely.
4: Okay, alright, I don't know, listen, yo. It's that indigo miracle where that spiritual antidote came to stop all those wanna be wokes. Don't be focused on lyrics though; it's all hidden in visuals. Can't explain all these visuals, bro. Cynical vibes with cynical views. Critical nigga with a mind that sees through the news. Neither a lie or neither the truth. When I be spending all these hot bars in the booth, I'm just another brother trying to survive. I'm just, just another mother trying to get live. I'm just another cousin, brother, loving. I fake YZ, drug nigga used to clap behind me. Now I used to stop, but I start with no keys, stop with no ease, stop with no please, please I stop this, please you cop this, you rock this. It ain't about what you nice. rock. Cash. Oh, now I'm off with this shit, the starn't warp for this shit My mask off cause a nigga tired of COVID and shit They're not reporting this shit, that's why I'm recording this shit Once you open the third eye, you gon' notice some shit All this passive action, not a passive mask And i my a nigga pass passion, you don't pass the last nigga, I do pass the drill, you don't pass the mill Gotta pass the drill, you don't cast the nil People killing the protest, no progress, this shit is so deaf, man, I don't stress Cause life still happening either way I got a lot of things in my mind, but never take Never say I mean to pray I got a lot of things I gotta
5: do That's why I'm
4: always in my mind, but never lose yeah, You heard from the truth, you heard from the booze Yeah, you heard yeah, yeah, yeah go kid check it out.
0: Yeah, That's wow crazy. That was uh, that was definitely different than the two we heard before, yeah. and I definitely see the resemblance to to what you're talking about being inspired by '90s hip hop mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. with that flow, yeah. also with the just the piano sample in the background. Yeah. You, you said that you play piano, right? Yeah. But you uh, do you make your own beats? And do that? Do some of the instrumentation yourself, or are you working with other producers who are who are making beats?
1: Um, currently I'm working with other producers. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how to produce myself, but I, I eventually want to learn how to produce because I have so many yeah. like melodies and ideas in my mind, but I just can't.
0: Not to say that every rapper needs to also be a producer. I think. You know, people like people like Kanye West yeah, yeah, yeah. set the bar a little bit too high for yeah, all the rest of us when it comes high. to that. Come on, come um, but, yeah, I'm not putting that pressure on you. I'm just asking. Yeah. Because you mentioned that you played piano. No, nah, for <laughs> sure, for sure.
1: No, because I genuinely do want to start producing, though. That's something that I'm, I'm very interested in. Yeah. And actually, you know, creating my, like, full piece of, of music in that sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Eventually. Awesome. I'll get there.
0: Um... So we know that that song Indigo was inspired by the notorious BIG, mm-hmm. inspired by some 90s rap that you heard in a Honda Civic. Yeah. <laughs> um th- that's a Honestly. that's a really intimate place to be exposed to new music. I feel like when you're riding with other people in a car, you're yeah. you're maybe you're going somewhere together, you don't have to get into all the details, but yeah. you know, r- l- sharing music with your friends in a car um where there's really nothing else to do but be in each other's company until you get to where you're headed. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that that's a really special place and special time to, like, discover something new that moves you.
1: Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Like, I was going to ask you, like, what's, what was, the, what was the most odd place that you've discovered a song that you, like, to this day you absolutely love? Mm, an odd
0: place? Um,
1: the most peculiar situation.
0: I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah now you're turning the tables on me asking me <laughs> questions but <laughs> i i i listen to music you know a- anywhere and everywhere but I gotta say when i was um when I was in my last year of high school, I worked as a lifeguard, and there would be playing music on the radio mm-hmm. at the pool so I was doing my job I had to be up on the chair i was i was being a lifeguard but uh, we had 15 minute rotations where you would be on one side of the pool and then you had to switch to the other side of the pool and they they made us keep rotating so that we didn't get distracted or lose focus yeah yeah, yeah. and then when you after you did four or five stations you got to rotate into the break room and so it was a situation where if i heard a song that inspired me or i was like i need to figure out what this song is uh i I had to make sure I remember it <laughs> over the next four or five rotations yeah. or until I get a break where I can, you know, I'm, I, I don't have anything on me. I just have a whistle in my swimsuit. Mm. So I need to, like, wait till I get to the break hut until right. I can write down a note or, um, you know, try and look up what that song yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would say I remember the summer that I was a lifeguard and, and it was a very um, rich time of music for me. Mm-hmm. I listened to a lot of Bedouin Soundclash mm. um, that summer, and I think there, that started with one one of their songs that I heard on the radio. It wasn't the big hit. Um, it, it, it wasn't um, When the Night Feels My Song. When the Night Hears My Song? Anyway. Um, but I, I ended up listening to the, the whole album because I was inspired by what I heard there, but I had to remember... <laughs> <laughs> like a lyric or something to search when I got back yeah, home. Yeah, to indicate. Yeah. Uh,
1: I remember those days, though. So. Yeah. We didn't have the Shazams?
0: <laughs> no, I mean, we, we didn't have the Shazam. I, I remember even talking about music with some of my other coworkers that summer. And um, so that would have been 2007, I think. And mm-hmm. people were, you know, Facebook was just getting popular. And I remember uh, <laughs> one of my friends sort of making fun of someone else that he had Scene, mm-hmm. um, on Facebook, on their computer. And he said, you know what this person did? They, they went to check their Facebook, and they, they saw, they scrolled around, they saw that there was no new updates, and then they scrolled back to the top of the page and hit refresh. And yeah. we all burst out laughing. We were like, oh, my goodness, this person is addicted. <laughs> Why would you go and hit refresh? Yeah, like, what is going to be new in two minutes? That's crazy. But um, now we all do it. Yeah, a hundred times That's a day. normal now. So who's laughing now? <laughs> TikTok
1: social. Oh my mm,
0: yep. All right. Um, let's talk about the the last track that you sent for us to play here. It on the on the file that you sent me. It mm-hmm. says unmixed demo. Yeah. So, so this one's called Karate Kid. Tell us a what, little bit
1: about that. One of my favorite songs, to be honest. You know, certain songs you can perform, and mm. certain songs are just created to for just more of like an enjoyable experience at home. Mm. Um, but this particular, and uh, I don't, I wouldn't say, like, like, I like my songs, but, you know, they always tell you that your art is the most, the most strict critique of, of the person's art, right? Yeah. And I have a very select few songs that I, that I make myself, that I genuinely enjoy. And this is one of those songs. Okay. And it's called Karate Kid for obvious reasons. When you hear when it, you would be like, oh, okay, it makes sense, Karate Kid. <laughs> but um, it is unmixed. This is completely a raw take I just took. I actually recorded this song the day of a performance that I had. It was at the Art Hop. I don't know if you attended.
0: Yep, that was uh, Labor Day weekend back in so. September. Yeah,
1: September. Yeah, yeah. You went to that?
0: I uh I did go to that. I had a I had a show that I was playing that same night and I think I missed yours. Oh damn. So I'm sad that I missed it. Yeah. No, <laughs> next one, next one. Next one. But it was
1: it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I performed this song. I premiered it. Okay. I just I it was like fifteen minutes before my performance. I was I was recording it, finishing, you know, yeah. writing it and everything, and then I got to the place and recorded it. But it was just such it's such a fun song. Hmm. And this is like I, I like this pocket of music when okay. I like, when I create music. So I think you guys, I hope you guys enjoy it. People, people, I get really positive feedback from this song. So yeah, hopefully it's, it resonates.
0: Well, it sounds like it was uh, pulled well at the crowd at Art Hop. <laughs> so <laughs> let's give it a listen. This is Karate Kid. Awesome. Yeah.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, it's a it's a new way. From the Smoking on the mic, yeah, I'm pushing on the gas. Pushing on the button, I'm going real fast. Put me on the charts, cause I make this shit last. Hardest in the class, always get it. Fast. Why I gotta be home so early? Right to the store, I bought myself a cat. The hoes like that. My messing with my head, I can't hold back. They all want more, but the more it's got a cash. Okay, so long, I'm, I'm losing my hope. I'm losing my mind, and I'm losing control. I can't, so I took a little Z. I trip outside, I can make you feel it. Smoke a little J, love free roll from the east to LA. When you dance, you jiggle with it. Jiggle with it. Pull your heart when you hit him with it. Hit him with it. Wait, let me get him with it. damn a to the side, side. Slide to the left. Just slid it out. Don't stress. Feel it in your body. Go to some karate. bye
0: Nice. That was uh, there was some unexpected flows in there. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of was uh Big L. Big Did, L. You ever listened to Big L? Oh, once. Okay. But I really like Big L. Yeah, yeah, he 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 hits you with a lot of unexpected flows, and so that's that's what uh, came out for me on that first listen. That's awesome. Well done. I I Thank like you. that. I can't wait to. Live. Is- can't wait to hear what you have next because oh. uh, I need to see you live in this city at some point.
1: I'm, yeah, well, I'll definitely um, be performing soon. Times, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know exactly when exactly, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know exactly when exactly. That made a lot of sense, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know the exact date as of now. But definitely very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: cool. Yeah. Well, you, so you uh, you sent me a track by Lost Boys. Yes, um, to pair with this mm-hmm. uh, Karate Kid. So we have we have Lost Boys, uh, Je- Jeeps. Lex Coops Beemers and Benz Beemers and Benz That's It's sad. really funny We actually had We had 23 Dreams On this show last week And he's got a new song out Called Beemers, Benz and Bentleys Yeah And uh, I, I need to Shout go back to And group. ask him If this was a, If this was an inspiration For that as well mm. <laughs> That's funny
3: Shout out to the uptown You know what I up MCA This is how we do Freaky tie, uh, ha, pretty new, oh, my man, man. Yes, big nice. Yeah. We be getting down represented. So this is how it go, Let me let you know how it beats G-H-D, Double D O, my name ho Let me run it down that line. Hey, you hit a mistake. Who's the best? Who's the worst in this here rap game? For those that claim to be the best, I tear tear 'em out the frame. I'm representing putting queens on the map. Devil Springs with some baggy jeans when I rap. Come up with a style but they call attack. But treat me like no lame, I've been in this game for a while. I seen a lot to come, I seen a lot to go. I seen a lot to break, I seen a lot to blow. A it's a trip to see fell a fella slip. Get up, get out, get out, get a get, a, get, a grip. get a. You don't even know the hair for my pool to be. But you talking and you act like you do, man, yo set it, you've tried cross the line and uh, hit the border, uh, LB fam start attacking, someone's acting out of order, put on your leather gloves and hats and get your bits and bats, and get the gats, just in case we take it to the stats, to the teats, the legs, coos, the beamers and the bends, and all of my ladies and my men, uh-huh. and all of my people's yo, my man, keep your head up, Into the hoods, east coast, west coast, and so worldwide, ain't nothing wrong with <laughs> Ride, now ride, Now, ride, now ride. Pumps be frontin' like they ill Like they Ill. That caps ain't got them God goddamn thing to do with your skills Recognize huh. What you huh. frontin' for huh. oh, I know, I know your style. Style. Yeah. you stab you never, never hit, hit a butt before or you're just another in the race. Man, you better stop faking jacks, taking up space. To me, you're nothing but the needle in the haystack. Listen, kid, I've been doing this here for ways back. In the day, Ace do straight. Uh, at the best, up as in my way. who's hey, the best I want the best? To
1: come. Perfect
0: outro. That was good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh wow, you've really taken us on a, a musical journey tonight. Mm-hmm. We uh I I didn't have a chance to listen to everything that you had sent me in terms of your inspiration tracks before we before we recorded and okay. and uh, of course the the smashing pumpkins one we we figured yeah. out on the spot That's here well. um but yeah i it, it's it's interesting to me so uh karate kid and indigo are some of your newer songs whereas the first two that we heard 222 and wonderlust are older or am uh, i wrong with that close so 222
1: two, two, um wonderlust and which other one? Indigo Indigo yeah those three tracks I actually released them back in 2020 okay during the lockdown um cause I have two albums out right now one called Positive, positive Vibrations and the other called Introspection okay Introspection was released around November of 2021 mm-hmm. positive vibrations was back in June of 2021 no not 2021 2020 sorry okay um but yeah Karate Kid is actually the only song that's unreleased like, like it says, unmixed. All right. Well, thanks yeah. for
0: giving us a treat yeah, for Midtown welcome. Radio. I hope you guys
1: enjoyed that. Midtown Radio. Shout out Midtown Radio. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a track that uh, I feel like I'm going to release it, Summertime. Actually, I don't know why I gave you a date. No, it's not going to happen, Summertime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> disregard. We, can, we disregard. Can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to release it
1: at some point. At some point. You know, <laughs> at some point. Because I do got to release a song. I haven't released a song since... November of twenty twenty one. It's almost mm. been a year and a half. Okay. And that's not very good. Yeah.
0: That's not fun. You know, yeah. Frank Ocean can go like years without doing anything and people and now he's headlining Coachella. So Right now <laughs> right now, I'm more like Frank River. Like <laughs> Frank Pond. <laughs> Once I get to the ocean, then we can we can start talking about that. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, yeah. thank you so much for for sitting here with me, you know, telling me a little bit about your creative process. Pleasure. Pleasure. Um going through some of your tracks going through some of your ins- inspirations um so you you said that you you will have some some drops and some shows lined up for later this year definitely um details to be determined but w- where can people find you where can people stay in touch with you
1: um well first and foremost it's a, it's a pleasure to be here thank you for having me um i can be found in literally every aspect of social media. My tag is at onlyphase.ca. Only phase. That's F-A-Y-Z. only F-A-Y-Z.ca. dot
0: Right.
1: But to be honest, I only have Instagram. Yeah, that's all I'm. I'm on right now, Instagram. But cool. hey, guys, like in the future, new things are gonna come up. So just follow me and stay in touch.
0: So whatever, if someone's listening to this podcast in 2030. And there's some new social media platform that's only um, you, augmented reality. Yeah. They'll be able to find you at OnlyPhase.ca. Wow.
1: <laughs> now that being said, I, you know ten years, seven years, <laughs> a lot, a lot can change. But yes, no, I'll, I'll still be the only phase. So okay. That's
0: that's the difference. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My, I might not be only phase on social media, <laughs> but in
0: real life, I'll be the
1: only phase. Yes.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for your time. Thank and you. Um, I really appreciated talking to you.
1: Likewise, right. it was it was it was very fun. That's my first interview, which was really cool. Thank you for having me again, guys.